It's the greatest afternoon radio show in the world. Starring either a Jono, a Ben or a Sharon. It's Jono, Ben and Sharon. Hey, reading a story today about Natalie Palmer. She's from Wales and she can't can't find love. Aww. So she's going on all the, the Tinder and uh, there's apparently another one called Plenty of Fish. Yes. Uh, and she's been on 40 dates. <whistles> 40 dates and all of them... All of them have been duds. Aww. One guy, one guy turned up with a range of uh, adult-themed toys. Like on the first date, mm, and I'm not talking like Matchbox cars, things like that. He was like f- with like. That's 30. a terrifying. Yeah, intro. That's, a, that's a very confident way to start. Yeah. A date, no. uh, would you like to have a look at my briefcase of? <laughs> yeah, no. voila. Yeah, first so, date. Yeah, uh, and then there was a, a Christian guy, and uh, he started having a go at her for working in a soup kitchen and feeding the homeless people. He said the homeless people were the devil's spawn. So she's had wow. a she's had a mixed bag. So uh, didn't get, he didn't get a second date. He didn't get a second <laughs> okay, follow on. Okay. Uh, I don't even think he made it to first base. Although it'd have been great to take him to the soup kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Just meet me here at this location. <laughs> she then went on a date with a guy uh, to McDonald's. Good date. It is a great date. I had a guy take me on a date uh, to Burger King once, and I dated him for two years after that. It was the perfect first date. Well, you're like no, there's no one in the world that doesn't like Burger King, no. McDonald's, KFC. Apart from vegetarians. But there's vegetarian <laughs> options. Yeah, yeah. There are, yeah. And they would even love McDonald's, Burger King or KFC. Mm. But they're waiting in line at Burger King and... McDonald's. Sorry, at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> but you can say Burger King. The John and Ben burgers have stopped though, so you don't need to keep saying it probably. And he... He, he pinched a, a quarter pounder in his trousers. Right. <laughs> Okay. Oh, Dan, Dan, no, don't. Producer Dan, Dan. Don't, we don't, don't need Dan. this, Dan. We've done this before, no, Dan. No, and oh, we've sorry, done it. We, sorry. We, no, and I <laughs> keep saying we're better than this as a show. So, and right. she's okay, in line, so she's I thought you meant for a second near the head, stolen Yeah, no, no, he's, his bowels have evacuated while standing in line. <laughs> no, Dan, don't. Dan, don't. Please don't, Dan. Sorry. You're not sorry, you're Producer right. Dan, we don't know. <laughs> we don't do this. Dan, okay. please. No more. So she's, Put a cork in it. <laughs> no. So she's, she's smelling what's happening. She's like, you, you sort of okay? And he's like, oh, God, I need to go. Oh, well, as you would. And so yeah. he, ran, he just ran. He just ran. I Dan. Okay, Dan. Dan. No, he had the runs. He, had to, he ran. He oh, just ran the away. Poor guy. See, that this would is, be my yeah. fear to do that in front of my husband that I've been with for nine years. The thought of I him know. seeing me poo my pants. And he must have been so nervous too. That must have been the problem. And then, oh. But at that stage, you got to, you've got to excuse yourself. You've got to ditch the date. Evacuate. Well, evacuate. You're gonna, evacuate. Yeah. You're going to stand there and be like, "How long are those nuggets?" <laughs> when you've got your own nuggets I, in I your mean, pants. You're confident in your abilities <laughs> if you stay there for the date. Does the, totally. Happy Meal, does the Happy Meal come with new trousers, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the toy this month? Oh, that poor lady. Yeah. She's okay. probably like, finally, I've found the man in my dreams. And he's like, oh, uh, God. Oh, God. Okay, oh, I'll, God. I'll wait under the edge. You can come back from that. I don't know if you can. Can you? I don't know if you can. Can you come back? Oh, funny story. If you went on a date meet. with somebody and they pooed their pants, would you give them a second date if the rest of the date had been awesome? Has this happened to you on a date? Two. Oh, 0800 The Edge. Three, three, four, three. What did you do? How did you deal with the situation? And as Sharon said, did you come back for a second date? Oh, really? Okay, would we've you? done this. Would you? Would okay. you go back for a second date if oh, your would. date pooed their pants? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't have a lot of options. Jump <laughs> <laughs> in, Sharon. The Edge. Has this happened to you on a date? What did you do? How do you deal with this? Amelia. Oh, hi. Well, uh, we carried on. We, we've ended up being married. <laughs> what? Okay, so you're on the date. Something happens. It was, it was actually me. Um, I ate like a, a, 
a bit of like a sushi and drink a big Red Bull, and we went on a hike. Oh no! That odd combination of drinking food too. I know it was bad, and we've been friends for a while, luckily, so it wasn't like straight strangers. Um, but yeah, we went on this hike and we got to the top of the hill, and I was like, "Oh, my tummy's a bit funny." I'm gonna, and then we started walking down. And I said, oh, I'm going to have to jump into this gully or something. I'm really sorry. And he was so lovely. He even offered to give me his T-shirt and everything. Oh. Wow. What, is, is, it, is yeah, it a wiping no. device? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I was like, no, no, keep your T-shirt. That's just too far. Oh. <laughs> this is so cute. I love that. I reckon if I, if I had done that on a date with my husband, he'd be like, later, bush. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, he's never going to ask me out ever again. But well, here we are. I've got two kids, so he must feel like me. <laughs> oh, well, well done. Uh, and, and the conversation just after that moment? Like, how did you go? Yeah, well, you how did you continue on the, the, yeah. the flow of convo? Um, I think I made a funny comment because there were some sheep down in the gully as well. And I was like, I can't remember what I said, but I probably made comments about them being down there too. You're like, oh, okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh look at the sheep. Smoke screen. Let's never talk about this again. Oh, well, uh, thank you so much for calling up and uh, sharing that story with us. And thanks to Vodafone Rewards, a year worth of neon TV and movies coming your way, all right? Oh, cool. Thanks, guys. Hey, thanks, sir. Well done surviving. Well done getting through that. Take your hat off to anyone who plows on through that in the date, don't <laughs> yeah, in the country right now, um, some record temperatures. It's very Ooh. hot, right? So hot. You were saying, Sharon, when you were at school, the uh, what was the degree age and you got sent home? It was something like when it got to 36 degrees or there was some specific thing in the 30s. When it got to that degree, you were allowed to go home. And like I remember one day we were like one degree off being able to go home. So everyone was just taking the piss and be like, Mass, I need to go to the fountain. I need a, I need a water. That's all you want as a kid, eh? You just want oh, to be sent yeah. home. You're like almost almost begging for an armed intruder to oh, invade yeah. the school or something I mean, so you not, get sent home. Not that far. But you know, you, uh, I had a dark childhood. You, de- you definitely <laughs> came to, to go home. home. <laughs> yeah. So um, I thought we had this heat wave at the moment. There's a popular song all about uh, it's getting hot in here it's and. Yeah. And Nelly, the uh, the guy who performs the song, is actually in the country right now. Oh, oh. We're like he's saying all of your clothes in the nightclub. Socks, shoes, pants, trousers. Yeah, it's a lot. And you're going to have a butt-naked nightclub of hundreds of patrons. And it, it's a lot of getting things getting sticky, because mm. like the bar floor is always yeah. sticky. Lost yes. and found at the end of the night. Oh, is this your... <laughs> oh, these your tra- you know. Yeah, these are my socks. I shouldn't take my socks off. It was a bad call. Uh, but I thought maybe we could re- re-record this song. Okay. Instead of it's getting hot in here, so take off all your clothes, we could do things... You could insert things that you're doing right now to beat the heat. You fill up a hot water bottle with cold water, freezing cold water. Take that to bed, and it's like a cold water bottle. So it's like a rap version of like an Aunt Daisy thing. Yeah. Okay. 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 Okay, go. Okay. You kick it off, Ben. This is your drink. Okay. This is your drink. I feel like I'm losing confidence I in this drink. I cannot wait to see how this happens. <laughs> we've, we've just bought a ticket on the SES Benjamin, sailing the laugh seas. <laughs> don't, don't say that before. Like, this is this is like a work. Oh, jeez. Okay, you take it. Take oh, it. Okay. Yeah. It's getting hot in here. So take a hot water bottle with cold water to bed. We're on the SES gonna... bed. It's more like the Titanic now. I feel you know the part where they hit the iceberg? We've hit a comedy <laughs> iceberg. Hey, no, play that. No, no part of this that I say play emotional sad music. Well, like, it's just that that's how we feel hearing that. Oh, no, I'll give, no, I'll give it a go. Go, go, Dan. 
All right, okay. Don't, don't, don't encourage Thank you, John. Thank you, John. You know, you've got to support each other as a team. Thank you for being a team player. Bowden Barrett, if Bowden Barrett doesn't agree something that Kieran Reid said, he just doesn't walk off the field. No, does he? He's like, he keeps on playing. All right, go, Dan. So it must be really hot that Ben's coming out with shitty ideas. Can someone turn on the air conditioning? Okay, you guys aren't supporting me. Let's call someone. Let's just play the song to them as soon as they answer and see if they can insert something witty. Okay, you get one chance to save this, buddy. Oh, God. You get one chance. Oh, no. That's called Nelly. That would really save the segment. Oh, God. I'm so nervous. Okay, there's no pressure. You just, producer Dan, you just play the song down as soon as they answer. We'll see what they say. This is your one chance, buddy. This is your lifeline. <laughs> Phone a friend. Who's my friend? Hello, Ben speaking. It's getting hot in here. So hot. So t- <laughs> Mate, I'm not going to help you out with this awful idea. Oh, <laughs> even the listeners are turning against yeah, me. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, fair enough, Ben. You it's hold terrible. the line. We'll find something for you, buddy. Just because I feel like I'd, someone has to be rewarded for sitting through this. Well, <laughs> I feel like everybody should be rewarded for sitting through this. <laughs> this is two songs to find. Hit the music producer, Dan. It's a race against time where we throw out a scenario in the hope that someone will phone back and we have two songs to find a caller. So explain the story. What what happened? There was a girl when she was 12 years old. You know how you put things inside your body when you're young? Like your mouth? Your mouth, yeah. Like I I mean, my son, he swallowed uh, some marbles before. So you had to go that is terrifying. You had to go rifle through the um, the remnants for three days. But that's so that's, that's oh, so he didn't like choke or anything. No, no, just swallow the thing. They put that, apparently, if you swallow marbles, they just conveniently pass Roll through your di- through. digestive system. I had to do the same with the dog with the socks. Yeah, <laughs> you so, ate a sock. Yeah, ate a sock, and they were just like, just make sure it passes because it doesn't want to get caught. And so, so you had to kind yeah. of have a little look. And it so, did. So it's dogs and very young children <laughs> yeah. who put things inside their body that they shouldn't. Well, I watch Grey's Anatomy, and a lot of adults putting things inside them they shouldn't be putting them. I don't know if that's Grey's Anatomy you're watching, but anyway. What? No, it was <laughs> no, Grey's Anatomy. You're watching someone's okay. anatomy. <laughs> I was watching Ben's anatomy. <laughs> so this girl, when she was twelve years old, she put a ring, like a finger ring, up her nose. Went in quite deep. She forgot it was there. I imagine, or she <laughs> was like, "I'm never going to get that out." She carried on her life for twelve years. Shut up! Until yesterday, yesterday she sneezed, and the ring came shooting out of oh, her nostrils. Come on, Gamelia! I don't no, believe like a this. Full, like a full size ring. Well, it's, it's a, a kid like size. a little child's ring. Yeah, yeah. Right. What like you get in a cold, a Kinder Surprise or something. I know the the ring was lodged and it came firing out yesterday. So this is two songs to wow. find. Can we find someone it. listening to this radio show right now? We have two songs to do it. Who has had something better than a ring stuck inside them? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't wait to hear some freaky stories about lamps. Oh eight hundred the edge. That's the three right. three four three. We have they two songs. They had one on Grey's Anatomy the other day. Do you want me to tell you? What? They went on Grey's Anatomy the other day, and they thought that it was a shampoo bottle, but it turned out to be a hairspray bottle and they found that out because up they were nose. trying no wow <laughs> their nose. and they found out that it was a hairspray bottle because they were like burning through the skin or something and it exploded in his body wow, wow. through his nose it's crazy, crazy. Okay. Through his nose. can you beat can you well that's beaten a child's ring 0800 the edge Courtney hit us with your story boom um, when I was 8 I got a bleeding nose from running into a door and I got my mum's tampon and shoved it in my nose yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that expand? 
Yeah. And, and how, how did you get the doc? I had to go to the doctor's and I had to cut bits out at a time. Oh, oh I got stuck yuck. in your nose. That is not fun at all, Courtney. How big are your nostrils? Must be running some enormous nostrils. Grant, welcome to the show. What did you get stuck inside you? Me, I got a um, slug from a slug gun. As a little 10-year-old, you know, you, you have a bit of a slug gun fight with uh, each other. Oh, and, um, you can't do that nowadays, can you, Grant? PC gone mad. <laughs> can't, kids can't shoot each other with slug guns. <sighs> oh, I know. What's, what's, what's with that? And when did it get you know? stuck? You got shot where? It was right in the hand. It got me in the hand and went through my knuckle and it was popped out the other side there. But... Uh, being a 10 year old kid that's the last thing you're going to do and go and tell mum and dad you got shot by a slug gun yeah I reckon <laughs> yeah don't go no. running to mum and dad no, you, you, you walk it off I just remember what happened to one of my friends so my friend got in a fight and fell over like got in a fight fell over somebody lost a tooth right <sighs> so he keeps for about two years after that has just got this wound from the fight that would just not go away they thought he had an ingrown hair in his forehead goes to the doctor to get it removed they start squeezing and it wasn't ingrown hair the guy who had a fight with tooth oh my god popped out of his forehead no. and so had been, it had been stuck in his forehead for a couple of years since this fight hand on heart Freaking disgusting! Wow. Still has a scar on his head. Completely forgot about that until now. That is great. It was absolutely Who gets money revolting. Who the tooth fairy in that situation? Wow, well, that surely. guy. It's been <laughs> his head for like two yeah, years. Yeah, it is now. Oh, Yanita. Yes. You got what stuck in you, Yanita? Well, it wasn't in me. I was an ED nurse at the time, and we had a patient come in with an aerosol can lid stuck up his anus. Oh, oh my god! Oh, well, okay, okay. Oh. That, that's that sort of thing requires some determination and a positive attitude to get himself there. <laughs> how, did, how, did, how did he get himself to A and E? Like, how's he? Uh, his friend brought him in. His friend brought him in. I guess she's sort of yeah. hovering above the. Uh, anyway, you would be thinking of a million and one excuses as to how this could have happened. Well, they were pretty pretty upfront about it. They were a new, newly out of the closet couple and was experimenting a little bit. But the canister went in the wrong way, so the lid stayed behind when they pulled it back out. Oh, my, oh my God. Gosh. Oh, See, his, ma- his mate's got a lot to answer for. That, <laughs> I used to- <laughs> like, buddy, I said base first. Yeah, come on, mate. Rip I used to do the online shopping for a like a supermarket for a particular place mm. where there was a lot of people, mm. and I've just realised why the notes always said make sure the deodorant was screw cap. Mm-hmm. Was because of that. Well, it's because reason. of people like Yanita. All right, great, great. Hey, better work stories oh though, Yanita. God. Very, very, very <laughs> impressive. Yeah. Welcome everybody to the adorable section of the show because Buzzfeed have mm. done a list on the things that people call their pets. They, they're funny nicknames. Oh, so these aren't their proper names. They've got nicknames for the pets. Yeah, nicknames for your pets, you know. Like you confusingly named a female dog Warren G. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. it. And uh, then you get annoyed when people go him. Yeah, because she's clearly a girl. She has had. Uh, you can see her, Johnny. You know that she's a girl. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know looking when I look at when I, it's not the first thing no. I look at a dog. No. Yeah. Well, second thing though. It's in my top three. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's uh, there's been a list uh, released by BuzzFeed today of the weird nicknames that people have for their pets around the world. Uh, a few of my personal favourites were Beezlebub, Demon Baby, Potato Princess, Fuzzy Butt, Spud Prince, The Dairy King. <laughs> Uh, lots, lots of different ones. Boba, Honey Bunny, Koopy Poopy. All nicknames we have for Sharon too. Yeah. <laughs> Koopy Poopy. Stick Boy, my Sweet Boy. 
uh, other people, uh, a whole lot of different things. And um, everyone has like a funny name for their pet. You don't have a pet, John, because you hate animals. No, I do hate animals. Ben, you, what do you call Bo? Like, what's your funny nickname uh, for your dog? Well, Bo's, he's a bit of a doofus. So everyone's just like, it's a Bo-Bo, it's a Bo-Bo. You sort of talk to him in their voice. Oh and he God. sort of gallops along like an uncoordinated Bo-Bo. horse, doesn't he? Or Bowden Barrett is the other one. <laughs> it's a Bowden, but I can't talk about that because I went to the wedding, I can't talk about it. Okay. Um, but the, it's funny because everybody has like a pet accent though, don't they? Yeah. Like that's, that's your one. Because that, oh, no, no, I feel no, no, like he's a doofus, so I talk to him as a bit of a doofus. I love him We call um, our dogs Warren, but we call her Waslington Reed. Don't know why. Don't know where it come from. So when we call her, we're like, Wazzy! Wazzy, come here! Which isn't that weird, but John told me it was funny. But I noticed he didn't <laughs> laugh when I did it. <laughs> Actually, in hindsight, I, I, I put you wrong there. <laughs> I did say it was sounded funny. Uh, our before, boss Leon, when I hear it in my headphones, <laughs> our boss Leon, when he calls um his dog Lola, he'll be like, "Come here, little Lola, little Lola, come here, little Lola," and he is like a boss at work. He is terrifying. But then when his dog's here, he's like, "Little Lola." It's babies and animals, really. You put on that silly voice, you know, don't you? Well, we want to know what your pet accent is this yeah. afternoon. Oh eight hundred the edge. will text us to three three four three. Hey, you don't have a pet, but you do talk in a. Oh, yeah. to your oh, you guys hey, think I talk hey, cutesy hey, to you Jennifer? Love you, hey, you too. Jennifer. Was he? Was he? Even that would have been funnier if you just went, Was he? Just like make it a little bit comedy. Was he? I told you beforehand. I told you that because I wanted to do weird nicknames. You wanted to do pet accents and you said that my one was funny. And then I did it and you just looked at this thing like, Oh, this is a good story. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay. I'll wait over the edge. What is your pet voice? When you're talking to your pet, there's no judgment here. Okay. Well, it is, you just judged mine. <laughs> yeah. You can lower your standards. Well, Shelly's called up on 0800 The Edge this afternoon. Now, first off the bat, Shelly, what's your what's the weird nickname that you've given to your cat? Well, it's not a cat. It was oh, actually uh, one of my pigs from my pig farm I had, and I called her Keith Kong. Okay, great Keith Kong. Name. That's great a great pig pig name. Pig. And, and how did you talk to Keith Kong? Um, well, it wasn't just like Keith, come here. It was Keith, pig, 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 come here. Pig, 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 Keith, pig, 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 How did Keith she respond to that? She would actually grunt away, and she would um, she'd come when I call her. Um, she let me dress her up, and she'd come for rides in the truck when I go to town. Oh, Keith yeah. sounds like a real GB. Dude, uh, pigs quite hard to maintain, especially travelling around with you as like a work pet. No, no. As long as you got a little bit of food for them, I had a free range pig farm, so um. The others I left in the paddock, but she had just um, run around the farm and she thought she was part dog, so she had followed the dogs around on the farm and stuff like that. So yeah, she was a hoot. Every day was a bit of laughter with her. <laughs> Nothing like a confused pig. And Tanya's on 800 The Edge. Tanya, straight off the bat, weird pet, uh, nickname for your pet was? Uh, Diz. <laughs> Pardon? Uh, our cat's called Gizmo. Yeah. Yes. And my partner and I call him Giz or Gizzy. Yes. And our step- our seven-year-old daughter took on Jizz. Oh and no, him Jizz. Okay, that's, okay. that's right. bad. We hear when we she's standing on the back step. We hear Jizzy, Jizz, 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 Jizz. Oh no, nobody needs okay. to hear that. Okay. Nobody needs to hear that. <laughs> no. It's, it's, we, well, what are you calling? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, geez, I don't know. I don't know who you've heard saying that. But Tanya, wow, we come here, just, 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 come, 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 just, just, just. No one, nobody is saying that. By the way, no one ever wants to. Um, Sarah's on 0800 the edge. What was your weird pet nickname? 
Um, my cat name is Sir, Preci- Sir Detective Precious Pants. Okay, very long. But how do you uh, how how do you actually get out on the old back step and and just stand out there asking for uh, Sir Investigator Precious Pants? <laughs> it's more like Sir Detective Precious Pants. Like it's really serious. Like I don't know where it came from, and she's a female kid as well, so I don't even know where the Sir came from. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, but it's a, it's a prestigious name, so you would just you would say it with prestige, okay. wouldn't you? Give it to us, Sarah. Let's, let's hear how you do it. It's like Sarah Investigator Precious Pants. Oh, I love it! I love it. It sounds like you're paging someone at the supermarket it to does. come to the deli <laughs> section. I know. It's like it's like kind of like we're paging a detective to come in or something. You're late for your flight. Yeah. Oh, it rolls that is off so the tongue. Great. Thank you for your call, Sarah. It's time for some John O'Ben and Sharon investigates. John O'Ben and Sharon investigates. Investigates. John O'Ben and Sharon. There's the cool music that we wanted. Oh, this yeah. is uh, where we do some hard hitting investigations into things, and uh, today we're investigating an investigator. Uh, well, jo- we're investigating. This week we are investigating, thanks to the, t- the TV show You on Netflix, the dangers of social media. How much are we actually putting out there? How much are we letting strangers know about us? And joining us on Jono and Ben and Sharon and Sharon Investigates <laughs> is uh, an investigator, Rion Viles. Welcome. Good to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Rion, your job must be very different now that social media is involved. Some would say a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah, some would, some would say that, yep, I agree. Take us back old school, Rion. What were you doing in the old school to investigate people? Snooping out in a car, hiding in a bush? <laughs> yeah, a, a, lo- a lot of that. Um, a lot of time spent sitting in the car drinking a far too much coffee and <laughs> eating food that's not good for you. What's the most common thing yeah. people get in touch with you about? What are they, what are they wanting to investigate people for? We service both corporate and domestic markets. One of our, our three key services would be uh, missing, missing persons and GPS, GPS tracking of people and vehicle movements with um, surveillance. So this new Netflix show is called You. I don't know, have you seen any of it? No, I ha- no, I haven't actually. So it's about this guy who he just gets obsessed about particular girls. So he meets the girl in a bookshop and then by using social media he can find more and more information about her down to where she lives, what she does, what she likes, personality traits, all that sort of stuff. And that's why we wanted to investigate that this afternoon was how much we're actually exposing ourselves via social media. Would you say it's quite dangerous and alarming that the things that uh, we're showing on social media at the moment? Yeah, it is. Um, we're, we're making it far too easy to learn far too much about each other and we're, we're exposing ourselves to people that we don't know, um, that don't need to know. And speaking of disturbing and alarming, I mean, and exposing Ben Boyce's nudes. I don't know if you've come across those, <laughs> Rion. Those oh, are very... I've, I've been there and seen those pictures. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> are disturbing great. and alarming. <laughs> he's investigated those. He's not impressed. <laughs> We've got Rion Viles with us. He's a private investigator. So, Rion, we wanted to do an experiment with you this afternoon, and we have got consent from all of the girls in our office because we thought it would be too easy if you used our Instagrams or whatever because our profiles are all How public. Many seen my nudes. He's, and he's, he's seen, you've seen Ben's nudes already. And it's 2019 years even need to get consent when you want to investigate someone. (laughs) So what we want to do is we have got all the girls in our office who have private Instagram, Twitter and Facebook pages. We Mm. have put all of their names into a hat. We're going to draw one of their names out now. And as a social experiment, we would like to give you their name and to see how much you can find out about them just from their social media in 24 hours. Are you up for the challenge? 
Sure. Yeah, let's let's give it a go. Okay, Jono, have you got the hat? Okay, I've got the hat, and Dan's got the beat machine, because obviously the name we mentioned, we don't want that person knowing that they're being investigated. Okay, so we it's are... the first rule of investigation club. <laughs> okay, so the person you're going to be investigating, Rion, mm-hmm. is... Gotcha, okay. So, and that's spelt with a... Roger, Just Charlie, a o'clock strike, Echo, Yankee, oh, yes. Oh, jeez, okay. you're making me, you're going, making us feel going. very important right now. I feel like I'm a part of something big here. And she works at the edge, in case you're investigating any other... He's around. got to find this out well, for her. I want to come back and go, she's oh. from Brisbane or something, and it's not. Let's, but let's be sure that she's not working anywhere else at the same time. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> we're about to lose a bishop job. <laughs> okay, so, Rion, we're going to give you 24 hours from now to find yep. out as much as you possibly can about... One of the girls from our office, and as I said before, just in case anyone was concerned, all the girls who name, whose names were in the ballot, we had their consent before we put their names in. They were all up to be part of the experiment, and then we're going to investigate how dangerous and vulnerable it is on social media. Yeah, great. Okay. Have you, have you uh, just have you ever launched an investigation into uh, where the socks are going when you put them in the dryer? Oh, for goodness' sake! Yeah, that's that's still ongoing. So. Still ongoing. Yeah, <laughs> going. All right. If anyone wants to get in touch with you, how do we do so? Uh, Wellington Investigations, 0800 Suspect or 0800 787 732. Okay. 0800 Suspect <laughs> is the seediest phone number. <laughs> Wellington Investigation. Investigate why they've got a bucket fountain. It always puzzles me, but anyway. Rayon, we will talk to you tomorrow and get the results on uh, this investigation. Yep. Okay, thanks, Sharon. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rayon. I'm Sharon. Okay. Thanks, guys. I'm Jono. And I shouldn't have eaten the music bar. I thought we were done. This is Jono, Ben and Sharon. Investigate. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The edge.